Keyshawn, J. Will, and Max, the podcast. Check the guys out live weekday mornings from 6 to 10 Eastern on ESPN Radio. Which quarterback has done less with more than Dak Prescott? Chris Canty said on this show the other day, no quarterback's done less with more than Dak Prescott. We had a caller say, what about Baker Mayfield? I think that's a pretty good call. Although, Baker never got the money. But you could argue he did less than Dak Prescott. Although, Baker has many career playoff wins as Dak and has been playing you know, for a much shorter period of time. Still, I think Baker's a good call. Who else? Anyone else? Done less than more with more than Dak Prescott. Meantime, the latest on Kyrie Irving from Adrian Wojnarowski, who appeared on this very program minutes ago. If Kyrie Irving cannot reach an agreement to stay with Brooklyn, he has a list of teams he'd like them to consider on sign and trades, including the Lakers, Clippers, Knicks, Heat, Mavs, Sixers. Now, none of those teams have the cap space to sign him without the Nets' help. Also, Woj made it clear this is Kyrie's wish list. Do we know these other teams wish for Kyrie? Keyshawn J. Willemax, ESPN Radio. Harry Douglas in for both Key and Jay today. I, Max Kellerman, very courageously doing the show with a torn retina. A dislocated retina. Oh, my God, I'm like Sugar Ray Kellerman. Why did you beat on the desk like that? I was doing dramatic drum music, you know, like <laughs> leading a da, 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 drum roll, please. You That's secretly right. are one of the funniest human beings I've, I, like, I've been around. It's not such a secret either. I have news. <laughs> All right. The Lakers are the one team that stood out to us. Right? So we asked a, Woj earlier because, like, well, he ain't going to the Clippers. Come on, man. No one's going to the Clippers. The Knicks, uh, he ain't going to the Knicks. The Mavs are interesting. Some other teams are. But what's the team that jumps out? Eh, actually, maybe that could actually happen. Kobe's team. LeBron's got to give the keys to someone. Obviously, he gets a big contract after that first year where he has to take the pay cut. So the Lakers stood out to us, and we asked Woj about the relationship between Kyrie and LeBron. Is it feasible? I think it's absolutely good enough to play together. I think the relationships are a lot less important if you're the Lakers when you are as talent-starved as they are. You get over past issues quickly when you see a chance to bring in a talent, whatever risk comes with that, because you know right now you're not good enough. Harry Douglas, clearly LeBron and Kyrie's relationship has recently gotten better. Mm-hmm. And even if Woj is saying, yeah, it's good enough to work together, is it good enough, do you think, to pry Kyrie away from his dude, away from KD? Because he'd be lit. No, let's not forget what the position KD is in. Steph just won a chip and finals MVP without yes. KD. Everyone's like, well, can KD do it without Steph? But also, his real rival, KD, is LeBron, right? Those are the two best guys in the. LeBron won a chip with Kyrie. Mm-hmm. Can Kyrie leave KD without a chip to go back to LeBron? Is their relationship that good, Kyrie and LeBron? Well, not only to go back to LeBron, to go back with LeBron and try to win another chip. That, that, but I, I, I hope Kyrie Irving doesn't do that with the simple fact that those two guys came to Brooklyn together and you have to try to give it an opportunity to, to play out. Now, I understand he wants the contract and 
the max deal and the guaranteed money or whatnot. But you, as KD's friend, decided that, hey, KD, we can do this thing together here in Brooklyn. Honor that. Now, I know I, when I say honor that, it, it doesn't carry a lot of weight with Kyrie because he said he was going to be back in Boston, and he didn't go back to Boston, right? He decided to come to Brooklyn at that time. But I don't think if Kevin Durant, if Kevin Durant's your homeboy, like y'all say he is, or like y'all portray, y'all are, I don't think you would leave your homeboy out to dry like that. You know what's interesting to me about, like, uh, you hear athletes a lot of times. Like, for example, when I said, hey, Steph's never won a finals MVP, can they win the championship with him as the best player on either team? A lot of athletes, because I was the first one to bring that up, and everyone jumped on the, oh, can he win? Steph's never won finals MVP. Mm-hmm. A lot of athletes had an allergic reaction to my saying that because it's like you think I'm rooting for the negative outcome. I'm not saying he ain't going to do it. He was stating obvious. I'm just saying, like, he has not yet done that, right? Now he's done that. So what people, athletes refer to, especially the athletes now, because athletes, and it's good, they're becoming much more empowered in the media. They don't have to go through guys like me to get to message directly to the people, right? they have a voice. They got a voice. platforms to be able to get their voice heard. The nature of social media and the nature of increasing kind of business savvy among athletes, right? So I get that. Well, the, the narratives sometimes aren't fair. And what KD makes me think of now is Tom Brady and Bill Belichick. KD as Belichick. Because Brady left Belichick and went to a stacked team and left Belichick with the, with the cover bare, right? Because Garoppolo had already been dealt out of town because Brady did an end around, told Kraft, hey, get rid of Garoppolo, all this, yep. reportedly. So he leaves the cover bare. Brady wins a Super Bowl year one, which is amazing for him because he didn't, hard to win a Super Bowl. You might be great in losing the NFC Championship. He won the Super Bowl year one. Belichick has not won a playoff game since then. Now, I don't even think they're going to go to the playoffs this year either. Can you imagine if Belichick retires and he never makes another real playoff run without Brady? Even if it's so unfair to Belichick and Brady framed him that way and that diminishes Belichick in an unfair way, the fact is the story is built around what actually happened, and that actually happened. So now let's look at KD. Steph actually did win without KD. The fact is KD on a stacked OKC team, didn't beat Steph, did join him. Then he won. Then he leaves. Now he still hasn't won. So it's framed as KD versus Steph. However you want to say, but the narrative's not fair and this and that for different reasons. But the facts are the facts. Steph has won, KD hasn't. KD LeBron. That's really the, the battle of the titans in this era. Who's great, better? And LeBron is winning. On the merits, he's winning. But when you look at the package that KD is, he should be in the GOAT conversation. Seven feet, handles, shoots from everywhere, great teammate, great passer. It is a great defender, willing defender. Great, yep. Like he does that, like checks every box. How is he not in the Jordan conversation? Got better right? as a defender when he went to Golden State too. No doubt. He, he went from an okay to a great – I thought he was a great defender yep. for a while in Golden State. Okay, before the Achilles and everything. Nevertheless, LeBron KD, LeBron KD. KD has not won with Kyrie, and LeBron has. If, K- if Kyrie leaves, and as you say, goes back to LeBron, if they win again, forget it. But even if they don't, he's won with Kyrie. KD hasn't. So much like Belichick, even if circumstances are framing KD this way, how can we not tell that story? It's, it's, Harry, that's, those are the facts. It'll be a slap in Kevin Durant's face, man, if Kyrie Irving goes to the Los Angeles Lakers. 
And I'll tell you this, to be petty, because I want to be petty right now. Mm-hmm. If Kyrie does that and goes to the Lakers, if I'm Kevin Durant, I'm trying to figure out how in the hell can I get to the Los Angeles Clippers. Whoa. I'm trying to figure out how I can do it. KD, Paul George, and Kawhi? But they will have to give up one of those guys. Okay. <laughs> like like Paul still, George? <laughs> yeah. You have to give up Paul George, but then still, like <laughs> with one of the best rosters and then Ty Lue as the coach, you're in the same town with LeBron and Kyrie. I would try to force my way to the L.A. Clippers. It's such a... Just to be petty and prove a different point. You know, with KD, and I know this is about Kyrie, but to me it comes back to KD. When he, you, when he first started, like when he first reached that elite level, it was like, yeah, but is there something missing? He's not alpha like Jordan or Kobe or Bird or Magic or someone like that, right? And then even the way he talks, he's like, it's not the end of the world if I don't win a championship. It's not my whole life. You're like, oh, wait a minute. MJ or, or Bird or Magic or Kobe, they would never say that. But he marches to the beat of his own drum. He's doing his own thing. And yet, he didn't win without Steph. Mm-hmm. And he hasn't won with Kyrie. And, and it's fascinating to me that this dude, KD, who ought to be the greatest who ever did it, is in this position. Is it circumstances framing him? Tune into an AL battle tomorrow as the Yankees host the Astros. Presented by Progressive Insurance. Coverage begins at 12.30 p.m. Eastern on ESPN Radio and the ESPN app. Let's play fill in the blank. A loss for words? Not here. Fill in the blank. All right. Let's do it. Let's do it. You ready, Evan? I am. Fill in the blank is brought to you by Barbersol for nearly 30 years. Every thrilling Jurassic moment has led to this. Barbersol limited edition Jurassic World collector's cans. Capture them all before they're gone. Guys, speaking of the Yankees, Aaron Judge's contract will be blank dollars over blank years when he's, on, when he's a free agent. So Aaron Judge's contract will be blank dollars over blank years. Max? It'll be an extension to age 37. So what is that, seven years? For $315 million. Aaron Judge is going to punish the Yankees now by making them put a $100 million cherry on top of the cake. Uh, oh, you guys want to play me cheap in the offseason? Watch this. Put a hundred on it. So what, the offer was two twelve and a half. It's now three twelve and a hundred million over the original offer. I'll say three twenty five. <laughs> Round I'll it say, up. I'll say three twenty five for seven years. Yeah, he's going to kill him. As he should, though. Yeah, of course. Kyrie Irving will play for blank in twenty twenty two. Kyrie Irving played for blank in twenty twenty two. Harry, I'm going to go with the Brooklyn Nets. I just don't see it happening until I actually do see it with my eyes and not my ears that Kyrie Irving is leaving the Brooklyn Nets. So I'm going with the Brooklyn Nets because I think that's the best chance uh, for him to win a championship this year. Yeah, Brooklyn, no doubt. Look, he, he's going to make his biggest paycheck in Brooklyn. And right now, this is a bunch, of le- it's a bunch of negotiating between the Brooklyn Nets and Kyrie, basically. And they're doing it in the press. Um, in the end, they'll pay Kyrie. He'll go back to Brooklyn. The 2022-2023 NBA Rookie of the Year will be blank. Oh, Jabari Smith. I'm going with Jabari Smith. When you look at Bancaro, he has a lot of more stuff around him. Uh, when you look at Czech Holmgren, I think he has a little bit more growing to do uh, going into the NBA. When you look at Jabari Smith, he's going to have a chip on his shoulder. He thought he was going to go number one. He only has Jalen Green to really work with 
So that's going to put him in a position to score and be a, a elite defender as well. So I'm going to go Jabari Smith. I agree. Again, like I, Jabari Smith, I thought was going to go one because he has the highest floor. If he, you know, right now he's going to be a really, really good three and D guy at least, right? So anytime he can get his own shot or anytime he could do anything other than three and D, which he can do at an elite level already, yep. um, it, that's going to be bonus. And given who else is on the team and the attention that they're going to get. Uh, he's going to have some open looks, and he's going to knock them down. i got to say Smith. All right, Texas got Arch Manning, so Tex is, Texas is blank. Texas is blank, Harry. Texas isn't an opportunity to get more recruits. I'm not going to say they're back either until I actually see it. Now, Arch Manning helps that cause, but until I start seeing the process on the field and start seeing the, the win stacking in with Steve Sarkeesian and Arch Manning at quarterback, then that's when I will say Texas is back. Texas is the biggest story in college football in 2025 because it's going to be Arch Manning's last year. They're going to be joining the SEC. By then, they have a chance to bulk up that program and be a powerhouse. He'll be going for the Heisman and a national title. Mm-hmm. Biggest story in college football in 2025. Great. Wake me up when we get there. The quarterback with the most pressure in 2022 in the NFL is blank. For, for me, that's Tua Tagovailoa. I think uh, the way they surrounded him with the pieces, skill position, the offensive line, running backs, uh, he has a good defense. We've seen that last year. Now he just has to be not even great. He just has to be good enough to not lose games. Two is a great call because his job is on the line. I'll give you another one, though, cause, so I'm not just agreeing with Harry all the time. Justin Herbert. And the reason I say Herbert is the pressure is to make the playoffs. He has yet to make the playoffs. He's like the perfect package as a quarterback. Tall, fast, laser-guided cannon for an arm. Best on third down. Best on fourth down. QBR right there with Aaron Rodgers as a, as both years of his career. Right, You could actually make a statistical argument, given age and everything, he's the best quarterback in the league. He's like, like Patrick Mahomes. But he's never been to the playoffs. And now when you look at that division, you might win 9, 10 games and not make the playoffs. And yes. all of a sudden... Has a defense now, too. But the defense is coming up in the world. Oh, they that's got what I'm de- saying. Yeah. He has it now. He's got it. He's got an offensive line now. Yes. At least a good part of it. At a certain point, hold on. Weren't you drafting the same draft as Joe Burrow? First time he played a full season, he almost won the Super Bowl. you got to make the playoffs if you're Justin Herbert. Eating a burger without a bun is blank. None of your damn business, Evan. <laughs> Since you want to bring it into the equation. A little bit psychotic, I have to admit. Uh, I have to say eating a burger without the bun is... So we're really going to do... We're really going to talk about this for three segments. Like, we're really going to do this. Yeah. Three. We got three more segments I plan on talking about. The only reason I don't... I'm still the producer producer for another four days. I I will sometimes eat a burger without a bun, without a bun at all, because I I got to try to get rid of my gut. You know what I mean? (laughs) That's the only... But if any time I can eat a burger with a bun... I'm trying to get rid of my gut. You don't have a gut. You see this little pud, this little pudge right here? You're yeah. not trying hard enough because you're still eating the top of the bun. Oh, that! Let me tell you something. Evan is going to pick on me the rest of the show. There is not, and you know, with with my daughters, they're such picky eaters that to try to coax them into eating enough, like it's like I'll make you sliders. You ever do that with the kids? Yeah. The little ones with the little buns, I'll make you sliders. I had two sliders. I'm like, that's not even one burger. <laughs> Get to all right. The, yeah. Anyway. Last one. More importantly, the quarterback who does less with more is blank. Kirk Cousins, 
I think Kirk Cousins, the difference between, like, people say Baker Mayfield. He does less with more, you know, than even Dak Prescott, who Chris Canty offered as the, as the guy who does the least with the most. But Baker never got paid. Kirk Cousins getting paid, just like Dak. And he has a lot around him, and the expectations for him aren't that high. And yet when I say, hey, who would you rather have? Baker, I'd rather have Baker Mayfield than Kirk Cousins. But most people are like, you're crazy. I'd rather have Kirk Cousins. Why? Baker's got a playoff win in his career. He only been playing three, a couple, a handful of years. And by the way, the dude had Hugh Jackson at first, and had a, you know, come on, man. He, had, he what, he's only in a position to win two years in his career, and one of those years he won a playoff game, and the other year he was hurt. Now, Max, you you didn't went rogue and went crazy. Now yeah. I'm not taking no damn Baker Mayfield over Kirk Cousins. I think he's better. I, I'm taking Kirk Cousins. Why? And I actually thought the Cleveland Browns should have traded for Kirk Cousins, especially because Stefanski. What's Kirk Cousins do so great well, that I'm makes just him? Saying, like I mean. If I put Kirk Cousins on the roster that the Cleveland Browns had, I, I think they would have done better than what they did with Baker Mayfield. Are they ever winning more than a single playoff game in a season with Kirk Cousins? Because that's all they've done with Baker. I saw Baker lead him right there. Listen, he lost to Lamar Jackson, but that's only because Lamar Jackson touched the ball last. I mean, Baker let him right down the field and scored when they needed him to. So you honestly would take Baker Mayfield over Kirk Cousins? Yeah, easy. Baker Mayfield doesn't even have a job right now. Yeah, but he will in Seattle. <laughs> I, I shouldn't say well, easy. Well, he, technically he's still... There, because what does Kirk Cousins do so much better than Baker Mayfield? Like when Baker Mayfield, he Baker Mayfield has played one season in his career where he's been in a position to win. Right? By the way, he was top ten in QBR, and he won his division, and he won a playoff game, and he had to beat the Steelers twice to do that. Right? The big brother in the division. What's Kirk Cousins done? He's also thrown the most interceptions in the National Football League since he arrived in the National Football League. I don't pay attention to that because it goes against my point. (laughs) <laughs> so I, so I, so let's just put that I'm, aside I'm and not pay attention of to Kirk it. Cousins. I was very critical, especially one of those one. I can't believe it was a, maybe a Tuesday night game when Justin Jefferson wide open and at certain times and he's consistently missing it. I'm like, bro, like let's be serious. Here. Think of the receivers this dude has had to throw to. And by the way, he's playing in a weak division. Which quarterback does less with more? If you put like think about Kirk Cousins' expectations. Put another quarterback that people that has the reputation as being as good as Kirk Cousins in that division, and the excuse wouldn't be, yeah, but the Packers have Aaron Rodgers. It'd be like, no, you're supposed to beat Aaron Rodgers. No one thinks that about Kirk Cousins. Which quarterback does less with more, Rob, in Pennsylvania? Hey, I think you guys are missing from the organization that the, the quarterback that you're talking about, Dak Prescott, Tony Romo. But he doesn't play anymore. Yeah, though. he's done playing. Why would we? He's he 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 calls games. Yeah. Are you saying he does less with more in the resources in the booth? <laughs> <laughs> Is Tom Brady going to outdo him once he gets to the booth? I was out of left field. Can well, I tell you the one you guys absolutely are missing though? Go ahead. It's Aaron Rodgers. Aaron Rodgers has had a ton of weapons in his career and has only managed to win one Super Bowl on the back of a very. You know why defense. that's fair, Harry? Well, he, here's why Harry's rolling his eyes. I'm sure. Because I'm, I'm thinking about of late. I'm because, not thinking about when he had Jordy Nelson and all those guys. If oh, you I mean put the Aaron Rodgers. The 13-3 and three record they've had the if, last three if seasons you put, and not won a Super Bowl, gotcha. If you put Aaron Rodgers on any team in the North, they're immediately the favorites to win the North. Uh, well, the Bears don't have this and, and the Lions don't have that. If they had Aaron Rodgers, they'd be expected to make the playoffs. And I got right. news for you. They would make the playoffs. However, Harry, that said, when we say do less with more, Dak wins a lot of regular season games. We're talking about the playoffs. Why is it unfair? Are we only talking the, about playoffs? I think so. I mean, Dak won 12 games. What, what, 12 or 13? 12 games last year. 
Yeah, we're not talking about regular season. But he season. wasn't great toward the end of the season. Did he win 12 games? Right? Like, doing less with more. But in the yeah, playoffs. Yeah, defense won some games, too. Okay. Still in the playoffs, they didn't win. He has one career playoff win. Correct. Now, Aaron Rodgers won a Super Bowl, but that's ancient history. In the last bunch of years, like, look, last year he didn't win a single playoff game. Year before, he won a playoff game, but the one thing he had to do was don't let Tom Brady come to your conference. At Lambeau. At Lambeau and get by you the first time he plays you. But that's exactly what happened. Aaron Rodgers is an interesting choice. The following year, the 49ers ran the football down their throats. Yeah, by the way, Garoppolo, if you look at the end of that game, Garoppolo played better than Aaron Rodgers, and his team won. His team won. I mean, but the 49ers also did run the football more effectively than the Green Bay Packers did. Okay. They literally ran the football down the Green Bay Packers' throat. Green Bay can run. They have an offensive line. Like, Green Bay got stuff. Yeah. Like, I, you know, why is it Aaron Rodgers, as, as Pat just said, he's 13-3 and three since, since uh, uh, LaFleur got there every year. It's three years, 13-3 and three every year. So that means you should win more than four times as much as you lose. But when the playoffs come around, he can't get a win? Can I ask you a question? Go ahead. If you give him the roster in the, in the skill position players that Dak Prescott had last year, do you think that's a, a question? If you give him the roster that the Cleveland Browns had and Baker Mayfield had, is that a question? You kill him, yo. My point if exactly. You put him on, by the way, if you put him on, point the, exactly. could you imagine if you put him on the Niners? Yeah. But, but saying that Dak has better weapons doesn't mean that Rodgers has bad ones. He still has great weapons, and he still doesn't get it he done. Did. Like he did. Did he have better weapons, though, than the, the Dallas Cowboys? Because matter. people were talking about the Dallas Cowboys as being the receiver core being one of the best in the National okay, Football League. Okay, the yeah, best receiver on— The Cowboys have good weapons. The Packers also had good the, weapons. The best receiver— still didn't get didn't it have done. Robert Tunyon. And best they have a receiver receiver ACL. The best receiver on either team is Devontae Adams, clearly. Well, of course. Okay, that's, that's Rodgers' team. But when you have three receivers Rogers. and you have Dalton Schultz, a tight end— and you have two solid backs. Okay, Rodgers— they had, The Green Bay Packers had two solid backs as well. Backs are largely— replaceable like it's really more about the offensive line if you've got a great offensive line your mediocre back's going to get you yards if you have a bad offensive line a great back ain't going to get you anything when I look at the the Packers dude they got their their take the lid off threat who's maybe their third best receiver he was signed by Kansas City to replace a good part of what Tyreek Hill does it's not like Rodgers didn't have guys so who had a better receiving core the, the Dallas Cowboys or the Green Bay Packers last year as an overall core I would say Dallas but not by a lot not by a lot. And, and, and to Pat's point, Green Bay did have a good receiving core. Who had a better receiving core? Dallas. Okay. No. Oh, but, so you're saying because – I see. Your argument is because he had a better – he had a whole lot and didn't win a playoff game. That's even worse I, than having a little less. His tight end towards ACL. His tight end was – I think you're missing part of Pat's point, though. It's also including Aaron Rodgers' talent in the more part of it. Like, Aaron Rodgers has more talent than Dak Prescott, and he does less with it. That's part of this conversation, and it's got to be part of the does less with more, and that's, why that's I think, the part you guys are kind of skipping over. Yeah, the weapons are great. Aaron Rodgers has more talent, and he does less with it. <laughs> but he went 13-3, but he, he does less with it. Right. Doesn't even make sense to me. Well, I mean, the, as I said, Dak also wins a lot of games. Can you win when it matters most? Although I will say this. When the Packers played the Cowboys, Dak played very well in that game, bringing him back. But ultimately, Aaron Rodgers made the play that won the game. That's the reason Dak doesn't have two playoff wins. Who made it? Who made the plays? Aaron Rodgers. Oh, okay. Right. I'm arguing your point. Aaron Rodgers, Dak does less than Aaron Rodgers with stuff. He does less than Aaron Rodgers. So he is still the answer for him versus Aaron Rodgers. His competition seems to be Kirk Cousins and Baker Mayfield, Dak. 
What would leaving Brooklyn without a title mean for Kyrie and KD? That's next on ESPN Radio and Sirius XM Channel 80. For the ones who get it done, Granger offers high-quality supplies and solutions for every industry, as well as access to product specialists who have the knowledge and experience to answer your toughest questions. Plus, their commitment to being your safety partner can help you keep your facility safe and your people safer. Call, click Granger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. This show is sponsored by BetterHelp. We all carry around different stressors. I do, you do, we all do. Big, small, and when we keep them bottled up, as I sometimes have had happen in the past, it can start to affect us negatively. Therapy is a safe space to get things off your chest and to figure out how to work through whatever's weighing you down. It's helpful for learning positive coping skills and how to set boundaries. It empowers you to be the best version of yourself. It isn't just for those who have experienced major trauma. If you're thinking of starting therapy, give BetterHelp a try. It's entirely online designed to be convenient, flexible, and suited to your schedule. Just fill out a brief questionnaire to get matched with a licensed therapist and switch therapists anytime for no additional charge. Get it off your chest with BetterHelp. Visit BetterHelp.com slash unsportsmanlike today to get 10% off your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P dot com slash unsportsmanlike. Look who comes strutting into this place talking about he saw security at Barclays last night. I'm like, come on, when they see you, Perk, they think you're security. <laughs> ESPN NBA analyst, the one, the only, Kendrick Perkins, giving you the Straight Talk, brought to you by Straight Talk Wireless. No contract, no compromise. What's up, Big Perk? What's up, Max? My boy, Harry. We in yeah, here, Max, baby. what's happening? Look, look at you dressed to the nines, looking like Secret Service came up. In- <laughs> <laughs> Is Biden around? What's going on? <laughs> so, so Perk, listen to what Woj had to say. Uh, NBA insider, of course, for us here on ESPN. Earlier on, Keyshawn, J. Will, and Max. Listen to where Kyrie's relationship is with LeBron right now. I think it's absolutely good enough to play together. I think the relationships are a lot less important if you're the Lakers when you are as talent-starved as they are. You get over past issues quickly when you see a chance to bring in a talent whatever risk comes with that, because you know right now you're not good enough. You think, see, to me, Perk, here's the real question. I'm not talking about from the Lakers' point of view. Could Kyrie do that to KD? We're all running around being like, look, Steph won without you. Can you win without Steph? Now we're going to run around and say, LeBron could win with Kyrie. You couldn't win with Kyrie, KD? Would Kyrie do that to his guy, to KD? Yes. Yes, when a person Ooh. show you who they are, you have to believe them. He's been doing it to KD since he got since they got to Brooklyn, not showing up for work. And I'm not even talking about him getting vaccinated. 
I'm talking about before then, when he was caught at his sister's birthday party, right, doing those type of things. So when I look at this situation right now, you know what? It's very, it's very hard for me because it's almost to the point where we take that quote-unquote brotherhood too far when it comes down to business. And I say that because Kevin Durant continues to have Kyrie Irving back so much that he's willing to go out and attack the media when the media is not even attacking him to defend Kyrie Irving, and he knows that Kyrie Irving is dead wrong. So it's not reciprocated, you're saying, that level of loyalty? Hey, look, Max, don't start using all the big <laughs> words for me. I, I ain't with that. I ain't See, let me tell you, Harry, you right I know now. you know this already, what? but let me tell you about Country Slick. <laughs> Country Slick. Oh, I, I don't know these fancy words. You're not fooling me. <laughs> <laughs> I, I said, said it would be a slap in KD's face. It would. Especially, man, all the stuff that KD, he left a championship team and he literally just won a championship to join you in Brooklyn. Mm. And you're going to sit up here and say that you're going to leave and slap me in the face like that when all this stuff that's been going on about this vaccination and you not playing, I've had your back this entire time and been putting a team on my back? Man, that's a damn slap in KD face if Kyrie does that. It, it really is, but it goes to show you when it comes down to KD, Kevin Durant has to stop being so damn friendly. Yeah. Right? We look at when he went to Golden State. Once he helped Golden State win those two championships, and it helped himself, but Golden State benefited more from KD going there and helping them win two titles. Then Draymond Green started acting out of line with him, started calling them out his names. They kind of got into it, which really was a a driving part of why KD left, okay, along with he wanted to team up with Kyrie Irving. Now you see – well, he, he gets James Harden right out of Houston. They give up Karis LeVert and Jared Allen. And then all of a sudden you're thinking, hey, man, I know you're coming over to Brooklyn for me. Forget about Kyrie. And what do James Harden do, right? Pew. He jets. And he, he and he, he forces KD hand because guess what? If James Harden, if Kevin Durant wouldn't have traded James Harden, James Harden was going to shut it down for the rest of the season because he was tired of Kyrie Irving. Okay, now you get to the point, now you're dealing with, oh, I'm protecting Kyrie Irving, and now he think, he's thinking about leaving you as well? That is a problem. Is it, it's, what's so interesting to me about Kyrie is every simple, I mean, sorry, KD, is every simple story we tried to tell about him turned out to be wrong. He's not only a country kid, he wants to go back. KD is his own man, he's mm-hmm. his own, in, 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 or let me put it this way, he is unique, he's an original. But that same thing you're talking about, like he's too nice to everybody, that's not always given back, it's not reciprocated, right, by the other guy. The same reason that he doesn't have that same thing that MJ and Kobe and Bird and Magic and the the alpha centerpiece of the driving force of the championship team, but that same thing in him made him at his best before he got hurt at Golden State, a perfect player, Mm -hmm. A, a great defender a great passer at that point, a great scorer. And any all-time team I would ever put together would always – there's a spot in the starting five for KD because he's a perfect complementary player. That's really what he is. He's the perfect complement to any team. But it's like those skills are pitched so high, we want him to be different than that. We want him to be the driver. Maybe that's just not him. It is him. It is him, and he's shown us that time and time again, even his MVP season when he won with the Oklahoma City Thunder. When Russell Westbrook was out, 
He showed us that he's capable of being the driver. Kevin Durant just – But it's not won. him naturally per- – like not, the driver he's was not Westbrook. Vo- he's the, not vocal. The driver was, was Steph and Dre. The driver is Kyrie, even though he's the best. I'm not saying he's not the best. I'm saying his, his whatever it is about his personality that shows up through his game – it's just it's it, it takes you over the top. He's better than everyone else, but he doesn't impose himself the same way mm. that we're used to seeing a guy like that, right? He's just he's original. He is. He is. I mean, but it, that's who KD is. But still, in all, Max, when he stepped between those lines, we didn't so we didn't witness at times Kevin Durant yelling at teammates. My thing is, is that guys respect Kevin Durant so much that all he has to do every now and then is just put his damn foot down. It's not hard. You want to see him do that a little more. Not he be need- something he's not, just just stretch in that direction a little bit. I mean, but look, it might be too late. Because <laughs> right? they, they know what he's about by now? Yeah, yeah. yeah Listen, a shame I just doesn't. told Max, if Kyrie goes to the Lakers, let's just say hypothetically Kyrie goes to the Lakers, mm. I'm KD, I'm being petty. I'm trying to figure out a way in and – I'm going to get talked about regardless. I'm trying to figure out any and every way to get to the Clippers that I can to try to spoil everything that they want to do with the Lakers organization. The, the Clippers or even go back to Golden State. Yeah. I'm, that's, that's what I'm trying to yeah, do. Yeah, me too. Me too. How do you think this ends, Perk? Not well. Not well for the Brooklyn Nets. Because just think about it for a second. If you're Sean Marks and you're the ownership group of the Brooklyn Nets, you have to be tired of Kyrie Irving, right? The disrespect has to stop at some point, and it hasn't stopped. He don't respect the organization. He don't respect Steve Nash. I don't see how you could fix this problem. To me, the fact that he has a wish list is disturbing to me. The fact that he has a list that he presented to the Brooklyn Nets, a team that he disrespected so much, is the craziest thing in the world. Why would they do you any favors? If Kyrie is back on the nets and Ben Simmons plays and KD is healthy and Joe Harris is back and Seth Curry. Like, I, I agree with everything you said, Perk, but if I'm the nets, I'm not playing with Kyrie's see, money. See, I'm giving him his money. See, Harry, let me explain something to you. See, this is the part why I know Max, right? Max hates the Knicks so much in that organization <laughs> that he – Wants everything in his power for the Brooklyn Nets to be the most relevant thing for us basketball in the city you know, of New York. I resemble that remark. <laughs> <laughs> All right. They, I'm told that you don't get dressed up so pretty for nothing. You're due back on TV, and we got to let you go. That is the great Kendrick Perkins, ladies and gentlemen. Which quarterback does less with more? Plus, the one quarterback with the most pressure in 2022. It's after Harry has this from Cheerios. If you're someone who skips breakfast, you're really missing out. And no, down in a cup of coffee as you're running out of the door doesn't count as breakfast, especially when you can start your morning the right way with a bowl of heart-healthy Honey Nut Cheerios. You should already know this. But if you need a reminder, Honey Nut Cheerios have an irresistible taste of golden honey and provide 12 essential vitamins and minerals, making it a family favorite. So don't wait. Pour your heart into today. It's oh so important. Pick up a box of Honey Nut Cheerios today at your local grocery store.
Hi, it's Mike Greenberg letting you know ESPN Bet is ready to take you through all the biggest sports moments this spring. The official sportsbook of ESPN has exclusive offers and markets from Scott Van Pelt, Stephen A. Smith, and me, plus many more. From the playoff intensity to finally getting out to the ballpark, there's no better time for sports fans. Sign up today. New users get a bet reset up to $1,000 in bonus bets if your first bet doesn't win. Download ESPN Bet today. What a play. Must be 21 plus and present in select states. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. See app for details. Have you ridden an electric e-bike yet? You need to check out Electric e-bikes today. The number one selling e-bike in America. Two things stand out that bikers love about electric. Number one, the majority of their models come pre-assembled, so you don't need to be a bike savant to ride them. Number two, electric wants to empower riders to spend more time exploring outside on their bikes, so they've made range a priority. Long-range batteries allow riders to hit typically around 65 miles of range or up to 150 miles on some models. Bonus! Electric has purposefully priced their bikes to be affordably awesome, so you don't have to break the bank to get these sweet rides. See why people who have made the switch to electric bikes have fallen in love with biking again by visiting electricebikes.com. That's L-E-C-T-R-I-C-E-B-I-K-S.com. Yeah. <laughs> the eye of the tiger, yes. Not the eyes of the tiger. I am what I am. Listen, Harry, uh, Pat just played the eye of the tiger because it is the eye, as in singular, of the tiger. And in fact, I have heroically come into work today with a detached retina, much like Sugar Ray Leonard before me. And listen to this, Harry. You know what the diagnosis was? Talk to me. Turns out it's only partially torn, and, and time is of the essence. If I can get surgery on the retina, like, immediately, it's a much more minor procedure. I could be, you know, not, not weeks and weeks of recovery and all that. So they give me a referral. This is last night. By the time I'm done with all the tests, it's last night. The draft is coming up. I got to get out of there. I can't see. My pupils are dilated, the whole thing, right? So I called the thing this morning. I called the referral place this morning, the place they referred me to. Turns out all the doctors are gone until after the 4th of July. What do you think? No one has a detached retina between now and the fourth. What am I supposed to do here? I got to find a doctor. You got to get a handle, Max. I don't know what to do. I can't. I can't I don't see out of one eye. I don't want you seeing black spots and thinking you're seeing things when you really aren't seeing certain things. I'm knocking coffee off the table. Everyone's <laughs> making fun of me. I can't see. You didn't shoot a free throw. Well. I'm going to blame everything on that now. Get what do you back. think the free throw look? I can't see out of my left eye. No uh, depth perception. What's the worst injury you ever had as a player, Harry? Uh, my second year in the league, I had an ACL, MCL, meniscus, and a bone fracture all in one play. Training camp. So I missed 2009 season. Oh. It was brutal. Oh, how, wh- how, how like, serious was the surgery and all that? Um, I didn't think I was going to really recover all the way. One of the things we figured out, though, was that I didn't have the normal extension in my in my. Good knee. Yeah. So we were trying to get to a certain point, and I was like, well, 
I don't have it in my good knee. Why am I trying to get to a certain point in my I, left I knee? I know that's scary for an athlete because it affects your livelihood. Can I just tell you something about why mine is worse somehow? <laughs> There's something so disturbing about the eyeball. Who the hell? I got to have a, 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 a knife in my eyeball? I don't want to think about that at all. They couldn't just tell me I was having a stroke and that was it? I, you know, like. No, you're pushing it. Just stop. Okay. I would rather have had far, something Mace. major where I don't have to have a knife in my eyeball. You're taking it too far. They could have just told me, Max, you have two days to live. But do I have to have a knife in the, a scalpel in my eyeball? No. All right. Okay. It's not so bad. Who needs this? You are insane. Who, I'm living my life over here. Who needs a, who needs a detached retina? I, I, I still got to find a guy who could do I I actually have to actively search for someone to stick a knife in my eye now. We're back in 10 seconds. Hey, uh, everything's about eyes now. Guys, my vision is imperiled. You would dare mock the fact that I'm about to become the greatest one-eyed radio host. Hey, uh, Harry Douglas, I don't know about this choice of footwear. I know we're not on TV at this moment, but Evan and Pat, would you, the day after... You're told on a national radio show with a simulcast that you have cute feet by Jay Will. Would you then choose to wear shoes with, like, candy cane laces the very next day? The, I think he took these off an elf. They're adorable. <laughs> you got to see these white, white sneakers. What kind of kicks are those? Bally's. I was going to say they look like Bally's or British Knights from back in the day or something. I'm about to send a picture on Twitter. so everybody Yeah, put this it. picture on Twitter. They're adorable, and they got the candy cane laces. Took him right off an, an elf in the Macy's store window or something. Right off. <laughs> <laughs> what quarterback has the most pressure on them in 2022, Dan, in Texas? Let's try that again. What quarterback? You're on Keyshawn J. Willemax, Harry Douglas, sitting in for both Key and Jay today. What quarterback has the most pressure on them in 2022? Dan in Texas. Okay, Dan. Any minute now. We're going to put Dan in Texas. All right, you know what? Too late, Dan. You know what Dan in Texas said? I thought Dan was the man. Yep. Apparently not. All right, one more Thanks time. Thanks for listening. Third though. time's a charm. Which quarterback in 2022 has the most pressure on them? Dan in Texas. How you doing, gentlemen? Uh, I think the one that has the most pressure is also Derek Carr. I know they said him yesterday. Um, I believe that uh, it's a pivotal moment in his career. If he does, he has to end up in the playoffs and win a playoff game with the roster that he has. And if he doesn't, it's a pivotal moment where the narrative changes that he did less with more because he literally has a stocked offense, a stacked defense. And But if he does make the playoffs and even wins the Super Bowl, he did it in the best division. He did it against the best quarterbacks and the best teams in the NFL. Is that the most pressure or the most, most to both gain and lose? Because – I hear what he's saying, like, Russell Wilson, because it's his first year in the division, because it's a brand-new head coach, brand-new offensive coordinator, brand-new defensive coordinator, all in their first years, right? Because of all that, it's a murderous division. Russell Wilson, there's pressure for him to win a Super Bowl before he's done in Denver, but year one, and he's got a long-term deal. Patrick Mahomes has hosted the AFC Championship game every year. I mean, give me a break. Yep. So, so I think there's a lot of pressure on Justin Herbert for reasons I went into. And he's right about Derek Carr, also a lot of pressure because you could easily miss the playoffs in this division, right? I mean, there's a lot of pressure on Carr. It is. But when you look, for, when you look at Carr, one of the things I love about Derek Carr is that 
especially last year and years prior to that, he did a lot of – he controlled a lot of scrimmage a lot, right? You got, he got the team out of a, a, a bad play into a good play. He did a lot of things at the line of scrimmage, a lot of hand signals, um, protection calls, uh, calling and runs and things of that nature. But now he has Devontae Adams. He has Devontae Adams, who he played in college with and had a lot of success. Uh, Devontae Adams is the best wide receiver in the game. Not only that, he has a guy named Darren, Darren Waller. And he have Hunter Renfro, who they just paid as well. Got a receiving core. Yes. Yeah. So he's going to have to. Picked up some pass. They got some pass rushers. But not only that, though. Josh McDaniels, and we've seen what he's been able to do with the New England Patriots for so many years. He's going to implement that offense and utilize those guys to the best of their abilities. I think he has to have success this year. I you, think they have to make the playoffs. You know what you year. talked about on the line of scrimmage, what that's, what that's called? It's called the Peyton Manning. Yeah. Checking out of a, a bad play into a better play. In fact, Keyshawn Johnson on this very program told us that before Peyton Manning, apparently if a quarterback saw a bad play developing and they just had to keep, they had to just keep doing the bad play. And Peyton Manning one day invented it, Harry. Omaha! He invented it. He said, you know what? Who says we have to keep going with this bad play? Let's, let's check, in, check out of this and into a better play. A light bulb went off and football <laughs> would never be the same. Brian in Texas, who has the most pressure of any quarterback in the NFL? Who has the most pressure on him in 2022? Huh. Brian in Tennessee, who has the most pressure on him in 2022? I got to go with Justin Herbert. Mm, yeah, see, that's all right. That's what I say, too. Justin Herbert. See, Justin Herbert for me, and Max, when you said earlier he hasn't made the playoffs yet, I want to remind people in 2021, we can't just sit up here and say Justin Herbert didn't make the playoffs because of his play. No, he's awesome. Right, he has the most yards in his first two seasons in any quarterback in NFL history, most touchdowns as well, run rookie of the year. Sky-high QBR up there with Aaron Rodgers. Yes. Yeah. But you can argue his defense and the lack of them being able to stop the run, and you can argue that Brandon Staley, his head coach, going forward on fourth down multiple times, played a part in them not making the playoffs as well. It's true, but back to the whole everyone loves saying narrative nowadays. Back to that whole thing. Whether it's fair or not, he was drafted in the same draft as Joe Burrow. Of course he has pressure. Joe Burrow, the first time he was healthy for a full season, almost won the Super Bowl. Justin Herbert has not been to the playoffs. Joe Burrow also plays in a very tough division. So he's going to be compared to to Joe Burrow, right? Why haven't you? can't even make the playoffs, but it's a very – you could win 10 games and miss the playoffs in the AFC West, looks like. All right, look. Beat him head-to-head last year, though. That is Harry Douglas. He did the work of two men today, both Keyshawn and Jay Will. And yet I was even more courageous doing this entire show with a detached retina. Oh, Sugar Ray Kellerman. Greeny is next. ESPN Radio. Thanks for listening to Keyshawn, J. Will, and Max, the podcast. Check the guys out live weekday mornings from 6 to 10 Eastern on ESPN Radio. Without the ones like you who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you with professional-grade industrial supplies. Count on real-time product availability and fast delivery. 
Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done.